All right. Welcome, everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast. And today's show, I want to take and illustrate one of my sort of internal processes, one of the methods that I use to make sure that I'm, I'm staying on point. Uh, what we don't realize is a lot of um, the challenges that human beings face, most for the most part, it's you versus you. And so if you can master a way to keep yourself contained, to instruct yourself, to motivate yourself, uh, you got most of the, the issues uh, licked. I mean, really, if you can control yourself, you can control your environment, no doubt. So the one thing that I do uh, where everyone that I know makes an effort to confirm and get acknowledgement from other people to sort of like bless what they're doing. I try to do the opposite where I take things that I'm doing and I try to read or, or talk to people who, you know, would, are going to confront me and challenge me on some of the things that I think, feel, and know. And it keeps me honest because at, at a certain point, like I do things and we're, we're habitual. I, I got these routines and processes that I just go through on autopilot. And the downside is if, if so much time goes by, you just get so entrenched in your own routines that you forget sometimes why you're doing it in the first place. You totally forget the why you started. You totally forget the the process. You, you're comfortable in them, and they're giving you the same benefits, but you stop thinking about them, and that's a real danger. So um, I'm big into health, nutrition, sleep, uh, you know, supplements, uh, lack of pharmaceuticals, uh, and so that I take seriously what I consume and, and put into my body. And one of the diets that have probably worked the best for me is uh, the keto diet. And, and I, I, I've never been... Um, a weighty guy, uh, never had really too many pounds on, but I did find a couple times, two things. Number one, um, that I got sick way more often, like flus, colds, all that kind of stuff. I got sick more often because of the, my, the, you know, the nature of my job, I touch other people's crap. And when they're sick and they bring that stuff to work, I see like six or seven places per day. I'm touching your keyboards and your mice and having conversations with you. So I got more exposure. My immune system was better, but the downside was that um, I got sick way more often than most people. And the second thing was I just felt like I was way more winded than I needed to be. So I, I already knew that I needed to increase my exercise so that the challenges of walking up a flight of stairs carrying 20 pounds wasn't going to be something that would put me down for the count, as well as, uh, you know, the, um, the, the, the diet of, of, uh, that I was looking for would help me with my immune system and keep me a healthier, you know, individual. And, and so I came across the keto diet and, and people, you know, it was very trendy, very popular, had a, had a very, um, very loyal sect of people that would follow it. Uh, so, you know, it, it was extremely effective in, you know, using pounds because, you know, our bodies are intended uh, or most of us, 90 percent of us, I would say uh, it, it burns glucose as the main fuel. Right. And so if you have a habit of eating more than you need and you put on a bunch of fat, your body is not real keen on burning fat for fuel. So you you're carrying around pounds that are waiting in case you get some kind of you know, uh, a disaster or emergency that never ends up coming. And it's really important, even if you, it, it, you know, even if you exercise, it's really difficult to burn off the excess pounds because of that. So, uh, and, and so, you know, I didn't do it for that reason, but I thought, okay, well, I'm eating different foods. Let's, since I get to change my whole, you know, what I'm hungry for and what my routines are, let's figure out what 
you know, is best for me, like what's best for the way that I operate. You know, I, I rarely ate breakfast. I ate a little lunch on the road and I ate a big dinner. And, you know, when I ate lunch, it was shitty because I was going through fast food restaurants. So I'm sure it was Chipotle and, you know, Chick-fil-A and, and all of those restaurants. And it was fast food for my lunch. And then I would get home and have a, have a you know, it was meat and potatoes kind of thing. So it was potatoes and a steak and some vegetables and, and whatever. So it wasn't terribly bad, but it also uh, wasn't great for me either. It was not serving, you know, my method. I, I, I'm, when I'm at work, I'm using my brain a lot. I'm not doing a bunch of physical things, but I'm thinking and I'm strategizing. So I needed something that was, you know, said, turned on my brain and, and really gave me uh, some, some strict focus. So the keto diet for me gave me three things. It gave me my immune system was better because, you know, it, it, it's almost like if you, if you don't eat a lot of carbohydrates and you don't have a bunch of glucose, uh, the viruses that are affecting other people have a harder time establishing themselves in a, in an environment if, with ketones as the, as an operating fuel. So just by default, viruses just don't do as well in, in that kind of, kind of environment. Uh, and then the second part of it was, uh, that I got super focused. Like there is nothing better than how you, you know, the clarity and the focus that you get from the keto diet. Uh, and then the, the last thing, uh, was that my time was already at a surplus or a, a deficit. And, uh, and it was one of those things where the less times or the less time I could put had to put into eating, like for lunch, I'll grab a grab a sliced avocado and just down an avocado in like six minutes. Right. Instead of wasting 20 minutes, 30 minutes on a lunch. So it saved me a ton of time. So I'm, it's really good uh, for my situation. So I, I pull up articles and, and I look at medical journals and, and research on why you should not do the keto diet to see if anything lines up with something I didn't already know, because research continues to progress. And as people, more and more people do it through those trendy, the artifacts of being trendy, uh, more research will come from it because, you know, obviously if there's danger and I, I totally want to know about it. And so uh, most of it. So for instance, let me give you one of the big ones that I, I still haven't uh, been able to, you know, to totally hit. So I was a supplementer when it came to uh, when, when everybody started getting sick, I would start loading up on zinc and vitamin D, vitamin B, uh, vitamin C. I was taking like eight or not echinacea and oregano oil um, and all of these these things, I was so sick of taking pills that um, that I wanted to see if I could get some of the same things out of the foods that that I was eating. So I went to probiotics, uh, and then when I when I did come out of keto, like every every week, every weekend, I would come out of keto and I would load up on the fruits and vegetables because when you don't have insulin roaming around in your body, your body has a harder time to in in the you know getting absorption of, of those, uh, nutrients out of, uh, the stuff that's roaming around there. So when I do get out, I don't load up on junk. I mean, I really hit it with the stuff that I'd really like myself cells to absorb. Uh, but I guess if you don't do that, it's a danger of, if you stay in ketosis so long and you, you're, you're, you're not giving your body what it needs in the nutrition side that you can find yourself in ill health just because you're, you don't have an, even though you're eating the stuff, even though it's come, going into your body, you can't absorb it because you've either your gut bacteria is jacked up because you're, you change diets or you just don't have enough insulin to uh, unlock the cells to, to do its thing. So I guess that was the, 
sort of like the name of this podcast, um, you know, I, I noticed it because this morning I did it with, on a couple things. Like, I think human beings, we don't like to be wrong. And of, of course, we do not want to feel stupid. And so to look up contrary information that might make you feel stupid or wrong is not something that we do on our own. It doesn't occur to us that that's a good idea. But I want to suggest that if you don't do it, go out there and be less confident. Try to poke holes in what you think you know. Come to the devil's advocacy and, and that third-party perspective, whether or not maybe you are you're slightly wrong or all the way wrong, and look at it and see it. And if you if at the end of the day you look up all your articles, you do all your own research, all your own research, you talk to enough people, and if you've been able to survive your your you know survive your opinion, and it ends up being true, you got to be completely objective. If you're gonna you know, bias it by, uh, I, let's just say I, I, I like the keto diet and whatever. And so I read an article that said that it's dangerous and whatever. But since I didn't like reading that article, I dismissed it. I come up with an excuse. I have to be completely objective and say, hey, what about that guy that said that thing? What, what if he's right about it? And uh, I have to put it through that prism to, to kind of keep my myself in, in check. So that, that ends up being the, the moral of this story is that every once in a while, you got to take the contrarian view Seek it out. Go find somebody because no matter what it is, I don't care if it's economy, politics, health, nutrition, social entertainment, anything off. There, there's going to be a pro and a con. And, you know, when there, there's a website uh, that that I frequent, I think it's called Ballotopia, like ballot and then, you know, sort of like encyclopedia merged together, Ballotopia. And what I like most about it is they take a an issue, a political issue, and they weigh it as an opinion of both sides. So they, the pros and cons coming from the perspective of somebody who supports it and the pros and cons of somebody who dismisses it or opposes it. And you get your best information from that. I get more, I get better information from people who are criticizing than I do that are friendly to it. Because if you're, if you're trying to change and to increase your efficiency and to become a better person, you don't want to just have people around you telling you that you're pretty and everything's great, right? You want some healthy criticisms to say, okay, well, some, some dude I was walking down the street and said I was ugly. You know, you don't want to just dismiss it. You want to say, Am I ugly? And the second question, can I do anything about it? And then if you get to the end of the case where like, I'm cool with the way that I am, then it is what it is. So that's uh, that's the moral of the story here. Uh, challenge yourself by kind of reading some uh, contrarian articles and see if your opinion survives the objective review of what you think you know. Be humble, guys. All right, this is the Joe Danny Podcast.